We're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, my voice cracked. Are you an, are you a teenage boy going I, through puberty? I, I, I'm going through reverse puberty. <laughs> Menopause. Oh, my gosh. You're listening to Sutherland Girls Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Shannon. We usually recap at the beginning of every new episode, and all of our new episodes come out every Monday at 10 a.m. Um, so this episode's going to be different because we have our first guest. <gasps> our first guest. Um, so we're just going to get into it. Um, and this episode is about holiday traditions. Mm, since we have a holiday this week, our yes. first of many. Okay. Yes. So by the time you're listening to this, we'll already have gone through Thanksgiving. And... For us right now, as we're recording, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, so Thanksgiving will have already passed, and this will be a new episode, and we hope you guys really enjoy it. It's going to be super fun, um, and again, our very first guest is my grandma. Grandma Donna. Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm the mother and grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think you should start asking her questions. Okay. Um, holiday traditions. What types of traditions did you do when you were little? Well, uh, since my grandmothers did not live near me, it was just my parents and my siblings. I have a sister and a brother. And uh, we uh, celebrate. We opened our presents, which our grandparents had sent to us or sent money for my parents to buy on Christmas Eve. Because Santa came sometime in the middle of the night. Oh. Let's see. I think because of children, we enjoyed the fact that Santa was going to come. And as soon as it got eh, maybe a little bit light, we'd come out of our room and we'd crawl around with a little flashlight, which you always have to have You're a flashlight. You're sneaking? Oh, yes. It was Carolyn's idea. It wasn't mine. <laughs> Aunt Carol's. Anyway, to see what, now I remember over the year my brother got a train set and we, it was all set up and we kind of knocked it over so I'm sure my parents heard us. <laughs> uh, but we always had decided like with dolls, if who got the blonde and who got the redhead or who got the brunette, we already, we decided that that night and I'm sure my parents were very surprised when we would just go directly to the doll that we had already chosen they didn't know it but we never <laughs> fought about it we got along we knew which one we had and everything now there was one year though that grandmother was there for christmas it was grandma from illinois my dad's mother and she my mother had told him you know i mean they must have known we snuck out because she told my grandmother well my grandmother who only had two sons who did everything she said uh, she tied our door shut <laughs> to a, cl a closet door, our closet door that was next to our door. So we go to get out, and we can't get out. The door is locked, or is tied with a, a ribbon. So we're searching in our room like mad for scissors. Little. Oh, my God. You're trying to break out? We found some manicuring scissors, and we cut the ribbon. And we still got out to see what we got from Santa, who was always very generous. I don't think we ever figured out that our parents didn't have a present under the tree with their name on it. Because all the gifts come from Santa. 
Well, they he drops them off at your house, and then the mama wraps them up. Did did they get each other gifts or no? It was just oh, for I, your kids. I can't remember. They didn't have very much money then. It was kind of my dad was uh, in college in Phoenix, Arizona. It was Grand Canyon College, and uh, so they didn't have very much money. So they it Santa was more generous or was able to be more generous. So they just had the grandparents' gifts and my uncle, who always, he had no children, he wasn't married, and he, from Illinois, and he always provided a check, which my parents went out and bought. Well, for years, he bought us these frilly little dresses until my mom probably had to say, you know, at 12, they don't wear ruffles anymore. Because, <laughs> you know, he was a bachelor. What did he know? Uncle Neil? Yes, Uncle Neil. Okay. That was Daddy's younger brother. Did you guys go to church on Christmas Eve? No. That wasn't really a, a thing. You, there wasn't like a, a, well, I don't want to say. There wasn't a service on Christmas Eve. No. Now, if it if it fell on Sunday. Then you would go in the morning. Church, yes. And if the next day uh, Christmas was on Sunday, we'd go to church then. Oh, okay. And, of course, there was always Wednesday, Wednesday night prayer meeting that, uh, we went to so if, if the holiday if, if the, the holiday found on a fell on a church day you would go to church yes, that day yes. okay but uh, as far as uh, an extra service at Christmas Eve I know they do that now most churches are mm-hmm. my church does most churches do but they didn't back then what was your uh, f- do you remember like a favorite gift that you received well I had asked for a walking doll for years. I mean, Christmas after Christmas, at least three Christmases. And when I was, my last doll I ever got was a walking doll. You held her hand and her legs moved and she walked. And that was probably my favorite uh, gift. She was a taller doll. Okay, I remember uh, this doll. Yeah. She was, you know what, about two feet tall, three mm-hmm, feet? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She was in the attic when I was a little girl. Oh, yeah. Where a lot of the dolls, where I kept my dolls. So that's uh, what we did on Christmas. I want to know more about like when my mom was, when you started having children. Was there traditions that you didn't have that you started with your new children? Now I, um, we did pretty, we opened presents on Christmas Eve. We wrapped the presents. However. You opened Christmas presents on Christmas Eve? Uncles and aunts. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Okay. Santa still came, mm-hmm. and sometimes we were up very late putting things together and what have you, because there were four children, and, uh, you know, particularly when they got bicycles or stuff like that, it was a busy night, or dollhouses, or, you know, that sort of thing. The Barbie dream house. Oh, the Barbie dream house. Uh, well, and then, of course, there was the Barbie car. Malibu, is that? Yeah. The Malibu. But anyway, uh that's what we did on Christmas. Now on Easter, I made the boys uh, shirts. Some uh, some some Easters, and uh, otherwise they I buy them alike. Usually shirts with uh, sweater vests. Oh, and matching. Shannon, I always made her Easter dress. And uh, uh, my neighbor, uh, there was a neighbor that had uh, I don't know three four daughters, four daughters. And then when Shannon's was all finished, which I would start early, so make sure it was finished, she still had 
things to do. So I'd go over there the few days before Easter and help her do her daughter's dresses. That's when the mothers could actually sew with a sewing machine and, and make halfway decent dresses. But Thanksgiving, my mom always came. to my. Oh, we always went to her house until my kids got older and they didn't want to leave their the house. And so we, uh, she'd come over and my dad and her would put the turkey in at like 5 a.m. or something so it would cook for the hours. Because it had to be a pretty big turkey because my sister and brother and their spouses and my husband and four children would be there plus my mom and dad. So, But they cooked it. And my mom, you know, cooked the mashed potatoes. I mean, she actually put on the dinner at my house even though we changed houses for many years. Now one year... It was at my, the first year it was at my house. It was my first son was born, like not even two weeks before Thanksgiving. And that's when she came over and I got to sit in a chair because I had uh, still been sore. And oh she uh, she did the dinner there, her and my father. Uh, and that was, I think, how they got started making the dinners at my house. That's funny because do you remember when um, I went into early labor with Brittany? Yes. And we had to move Thanksgiving to Aunt Carol's house, I think. And Grandma and Papa made the turkey at Aunt Carol's house. I remember that. Yeah. And consequently, I still have made very few turkeys in my life, even though mm-hmm. I had the four children. You know, Somebody else always made it. Yes. My mother was always there or, you know. Uh, we were at somebody else's house, my sister's house, or, mm-hmm. which we generally had at my house because I had the biggest house and had the most, and I had the most kids. So, <laughs> so you win. I don't know if she wins. She had to clean up. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't the year Kevin was born though because, uh, you know, it was less than two weeks before Thanksgiving, he was born. Yeah. Wow. So what about like? Fourth of July, was there any, like, block parties back then? We didn't have block parties until we were in uh, my house in Orange County. And I had the four kids, and all of our neighbors got together because the father was a firefighter, my husband, and uh, he would be able to go to the factory and get the block party. Uh, like big fireworks, fireworks. Big block, big block party box. Nice. And he would bring that, and we'd all go out. First thing we'd say is, okay, you kids, get your shoes on. Everybody got their shoes on because it was a fireman's house, and you did safety. Oh my and so we'd be in the block, and we'd do all these fireworks. For years we did that, for years. And then uh, we'd go to the park in the morning, usually, or and play volleyball. The kids would that were little then would play on the, the, the play equipment. Then we would come home, and we would usually have somebody's pool that we would all go to. Mm-hmm. And then when it got dark, we would do the fireworks. And that was so pretty much fun. the 4th of July every year. So I remember growing up, my grandparents coming, because there were so many of us. I think they shifted from house. They would go to our house one year, and then they would go to Aunt Liz's house one year. And like back and forth, I remember that. And they would spend the night... And if you watch our home videos, you see grandma with her house coat sitting there. And um, I remember if it was a year dad wasn't working, 
um, then he would come home in the morning. We would have to wait for him to come home from the fire station to come downstairs to see what Santa brought. And Papa had to do the uh, late night duty. Putting things together. Mm -hmm. Like we, Christmas was always, I mean, we weren't rich growing up, um, especially when we were little, but Christmas was always extravagant. That's how I remember it. It was like a ping pong table and two kids would get bikes and I would get a Barbie dream house and the Barbie Malibu. Like the dream house was three pieces with all the furniture, all the food inside the refrigerator. You know, it, it was like Sean would get a racetrack. So Christmas was always um, big in our house. It was like the biggest holiday. But I remember going to aunt and uncle's on Christmas Eve and then Santa mm -hmm. in the morning. And if it was a Sunday, I do remember having to finish up, get dressed and go to church. You got to go to church. You didn't yeah. Have, you didn't I have. Did I say have to? I think you did. No, I would never say have to. It would probably be fun because I would have a new dress to wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Neil always pulled through, and they he sent money even with my kid. I mean, he did as when I was a child. I do remember receiving gifts from him. And he was very uh, generous with his uh, checks mm -hmm. that we would either, you know, buy stuff or, but you know, he, he was would a send bachelor, yes. so he can afford yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. In fact, for years he lived with my grandparents. It was he owned the house, but my grandparents lived with him. I guess I should say, and so you know. He had that kind of money, so he could, all those grandchildren, he could uh, still afford. I'm going to, like, ask a question that also has to do with her. Her mother. Her, yes, you, my mom's memories from being a child, and then you remember the Barbie, not the Barbie dolls, the dolls that you got, the walking mm -hmm. doll. All kinds of dolls, yeah. From you growing up, and not like your family didn't have money to then you having your own family and having more money, more but money, but not a lot of money. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Do you think growing up with less money made you more motivated to have more in your life? Or did it just happen because life was projecting that way I thought it was just because that's how everybody was because we lived in a neighborhood that we bought a house it was a um, two-bedroom house plus a extra room that uh, uh, my brother uh, bedroom a uh, very small room I just thought everybody kind of had that life mm -hmm. and when I um, my I was a stay-at-home mom and for years while the kids were little but uh, when I went to work when they were you know maybe the Kevin was 12 or 13 or 14 I don't know teenager I did work very very hard very diligently to be the success in my career for some reason I had that that urge to bring in as as much money as I could make however I didn't change a lot of jobs I just promoted within uh, my company and so then money became more important but I didn't spend it too you know too much I would save it because being having less money than I was certainly ever made or whatever uh, 
I was very uh, aware of having money in the bank and saving and, you know, my kids always got pretty much what they wanted, but... Because you didn't have much growing up. Right. Like, at, there was a one point in your childhood that you went to the bathroom in an outhouse. Yes. My dad bought, the, uh, built this little, small, uh, I, don't know, I don't know, one bedroom, <laughs> two bedroom house uh, with, a, with friends. So it wasn't very fancy because he was not in construction before that. He had a construction person, I think, that kind of helped him. But, uh, yes, it. Uh, while they were building it, uh, we. Uh, I can remember sleeping out on uh, uh, camp cots outside. Of course, this was Phoenix, so, you know, it wasn't cold during the summer. But we had an outhouse. Just a few years ago, I had a very good... Uh, holding system because once it got dark you did not want to go out to that outhouse you better have done your business early and not have to to uh, use the outhouse very often so you became very uh, structured on schedule yes <laughs> and it schedule had to be, it all and it had to be before it got dark <laughs> and of course daylight saving time wasn't around then so uh, it got dark you know at its usual time yeah later never at five o'clock like it does now yeah it's so weird when you started having kids and thinking about how you were going to do holidays uh when me and my brothers were little did you take from what you had growing up like when you planned santa and christmas yes. eve and things you carried on what you i had did when you what were my child. parents did okay and we would visit uh your dad's parents the week before with all mm -hmm. he had mm -hmm. uh, four brothers and their families so we'd all get together and again at fourth of july we would all get together uh at uh quail valley at granddaddy's where, house yeah at granddaddy's house with all of your dad's family mm -hmm. i do uh, remember where that. we didn't spend fourth of july with my parents just mm -hmm. as you, they were older you know we moved to anaheim hills and uh so then we were able to drive out using the old Santa Ana Canyon Road mm, before to the Quail Valley, yeah. before the freeway, the 91 freeway went through. So when I started having kids, I took from what I grew up in and did the same thing on holidays. Like the Christmas Eve is with the cousins, and then Christmas morning is the family and Santa. And of course, uh, we, when I was having kids, they had Christmas Eve service was... Yes. Always. By, by the time. Doesn't matter what day it is, you have Christmas Eve service. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So even to this Isn't day. Isn't that candlelight? Some people have that, candlelight. Or was that Easter? A lot of churches do it, and they do uh, electronic candles. It's not like you're standing there with an open flame. Yeah, it's not a, not allowed <laughs> anymore. <for laughs> I life. mean, I've been where it's open flame, but. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted to carry out. I thought I, holidays were so amazing when I was growing up that that's how I wanted it to be for my kids. So I carried that over all those traditions over um and i've added to so now my kids um, get matching jammies on christmas eve that's something that i got from Brittany's other grandma and we would never have been able to afford that no you know yeah with four kids and that'd be six uh pairs of pajamas and mm -hmm. and they'd grow out of them and because you got to remember my my family the boys are all over six foot and uh, their, their sister almost made it. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I don't want to be six foot. 
So was it weird to go from having all of your children in your house for Christmas to then your children going off and having families of their own? Well, um, because there was another family that I was married to, that he had five children, uh, we would go, uh, you see, he would have Christmas Eve at his house, and uh, then we would go to one of their houses for uh, Christmas Day. So it that kind of filled it as, because our, our kids are, my four are the same age as about of four of his kids. So okay. uh, it, it wasn't as traumatic as you would think it would be because of the fact that I had remarried. Okay. So I'm going to talk about my traditions. Oh, okay. That I experienced since there's three generations on this podcast today. So I had traditions from the Sutherland family and then traditions from the other family. And like how you do the Christmas jammies with us. Um, that actually was started with my other grandma, who is Bio Dad's mom. Who used to make them all. Yes, she would, she sews everything. Um, she would make my book report dresses, like anything that I had going on. She would make a dress. She would make Thanksgiving dresses and Christmas dresses and Easter dresses. And every year she made Christmas PJs for everyone in the family. And my part of the family was five. And then I had my aunts. One of them uh, doesn't have kids. So she like lucked out doing a whole bunch of other little jammies there. But the other aunt has seven kids. So that's nine pajamas right there just from one little family and then grandma and grandpa would have pjs too so i thought about it and i don't know if i want to do that i sent you a picture the other day of like mix match pjs so like the boys get one and the girls get the other but like i don't have a family yet so i'm not doing that but i definitely want to take that tradition into my own family and then for me i don't remember a ton. The only memories that I remember from Christmas Eve are at your house or at Uncle Steve's house. But they've turned into being at your house and it being chilly, which is what me and dad, Daddio, started. Daddio started making that chili like, wow, must have been 40 years ago now. He's been making that chili. And then it, he's passed that on to you. Yes. So I didn't realize it was 40 years. That's crazy. But yeah, he used to make the chili and take it to Uncle Steve's house for Christmas Eve. And then when we started having it at your house, he continued it, obviously. He just didn't need to travel with it. And then I was like, well, I don't, at the time, I didn't want meat in my chili. So I was like, I'm going to make a vegetarian type chili. So now I make the white bean with green chili. Yes, one of my cousins is a vegetarian, so it ended up working out. Um, and then Christmas morning, you always, like, are waiting at the end of the hall every single Christmas. Um, the last two Christmases, which I mentioned, I think in the last episode or the episode before, 
um, where when I moved out and I was living in San Diego, we stayed at your house for Christmas Eve into Christmas. But this year is going to be different because we won't be down the hall. You're not going to spend the night on Christmas Eve? No, I live 10 minutes away from you. Oh, maybe I'll just sir overserve you on Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I understand you want to sleep in your new home. Yes. Yeah. Which is already decorated Christmas. Okay, but what time should I start calling you to have you come over in the morning? Um, I think when you hear I'm the doorbell. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I've already decided that I get to sleep in this year. Oh, I can't wait to sleep in. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, you would be waiting at the end of the hall. And when we were very little, you had the camera, the uh, like video camera. <laughs> oh yeah, my da my dad had that. And and if you came down the stairs before he had it on, you had to go back up the stairs and re-record oh coming down the stairs. And you, all you hear in the video now is, can we come now? Is it ready? Is can it we ready? come down now? <laughs> <laughs> so and we would, would have to wait for our parents. You're lucky. Your parent was well, waiting for you. I would, peek my, I would peek my head out and be like, can we come out? <laughs> So then we would walk out slowly. I don't know why we were like trying to be quiet, like creeping out. So that's another tradition that I forgot about that we did that growing up when we got a camcorder in the 80s. Yeah, it was a big giant one. And um, that was very important to me to have that recording. And it's funny because Daddy-O didn't do that. No. And so that was something that I brought in. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, no, they can't come out yet. They have, we have to get the video of them walking down the hall. <laughs> And then Nigel was always sick on Christmas. Like one year, I remember him walking out of his room and then puke right on the ground. He and was I a was puker. Like, oh, gosh. This is how Christmas is going to go. <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? I remember. So I'm going to go into the other holidays. Thanksgiving. I have too many memories to talk about. Like it would just take too long just because it was like between Grandma Patty's house, your house, other people's houses. So the desert, the desert was probably the best. Mm -hmm. Every Thanksgiving we would go to the desert mm -hmm. and have turkey. We had turkey. We turkey. Yeah. Uh, granny would cook the turkey and bring it out there okay. and then we would make all the sides. And all of the cousins were there. Uncle Steve was there and the boys would go dirt bike riding and me and Courtney would go on the quads mm -hmm. and like rip around in the dirt. It was And then so we would fun. go to the ghost town. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. I think that happened like once or twice. Yeah, I think twice. And, oh, okay, going back to another holiday, which is New Year's Eve. I never knew it, which this is a genius idea. I mean, I feel like other parents know this, but, like, for me, getting ready to have a family, I never thought that, like, oh, tell your kids at 9 p.m. that it's midnight you so that New you can have your own time. Oh, yeah. I forgot we did that. That was when uh, Paul and Granny used to take us out, all, us all out. We'd go to like steak dinner mm -hmm. and then come back to the house after. Yeah. And so do fun. the New York time drop. Yeah. And yeah. then we had those poppers with the string that always like burned your hand. Mm -hmm. Those are very dangerous. I know. Do they still have them? I think so. I don't. I, I think I see the packages like at the store, but I wouldn't buy them because first of all, they're messy. Second of all, I don't yeah. have little kids anymore. And they have the like tiny long strings mm -hmm. in them mm -hmm. but yeah and then i remember one new year's you did like 
I think it was like Chinese New Year or something. Uh, there was a few years when you guys got a little older and um, that restaurant that Pa used to take us to closed down. So we started doing New Year's at home. Okay. And then um, Uncle Steve would do it at home with his kids. But um, we did theme nights. Like one night we did like, one year we did like super dressed up. Yeah. Every, like fancy New York type dinner. Uh, I think I had did like movie theme. Okay. And then one year we did Chinese. And That's it's the everything. Only one it's I the remember. tableware, the silverware, the food, everything goes with the theme. Yeah. I still have those chopsticks in my drawer here. You do? Yeah. Aww. I think I have two sets left because they all got like, mixed up. Like w- they were all colored a different color yeah. for person. So each you person knew had a different color. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. knew which one was yours. Um, but some would get lost, some would get broken, so th- I only have two full like same color sets left sets left Mm, nice yeah did you like that tradition that was so fun just themes in general are fun for kids yeah so like i want to pass that down to my kids and definitely the nine o'clock thing because that's nice for like you send them to bed and then you have your alone time exactly and they're not tired and you have to wake them up to tell them it's new year's Yeah. yeah yeah like i remember with bio dad and his first wife there was a couple New Year's parties with their family and they would go into like two or three in the morning and us kids would be asleep around the like banquet tables, like on the chairs, like spread out on the chairs. So they did like hotel. Yeah. Rented out a hotel ballroom and did these big fan. We went a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. And we all got super dressed up. Yes. It was like super formal. Yeah. I definitely won't pass that tradition down but i like more like close intimate stuff like things just that, your immediate family yeah things yeah. that like my i i feel like my love language is uh quality time like i like sitting with family and just talking mm-hmm. i don't necessarily need to go out and do something or have like a movie playing like i like to sit and talk a lot so when we have had those in the past, those are the memories I remember the most. The best. Just sitting around and talking. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing memories. Yes. Yeah. I love that too. Uh, we went, this is off subject. Okay. Grandma's in town. Yes. Uncle Kevin came to town. So we met him for dinner and <gasps> he was telling stories. Oh. And when we got ready to get up and leave, I'm like, I could listen to you tell stories all night long. <laughs> yeah. I love it. He's the oldest and he has a lot of stories. Yes. He Firefighter does. stories. Yeah. I've heard some and I oh. don't want to hear them ever again. <laughs> we heard some hilarious ones. Really? Yeah. Say one right now. I, I won't tell because I don't know who's listening. Anyway, no, um, I will tell you that the young firefighters think of millennials. Okay. And how much they know about life and surviving on their own and then make them firemen. What? When we were growing up, you could be eight years old and be standing on a chair to do the dishes or to cook dinner or to do the laundry. Wait, are you saying that millennials are entitled and think they know what they're doing? I'm not going to say entitled. I'm going to say their parents did everything for them and they never learned how to hang a picture, change a light bulb, change the oil. When I was 16, I had to change oil. I had to learn how to change oil, pump gas And and find my way home. And put air in your tires. And put air. I know. I w- waited and I'm sorry. Yeah, you waited until I was like 20. Sorry. And I was like, uh, I need air. How does this thing work? <laughs> yes. Yes. But see, when I grew up, when me and my brothers grew up, you had to do that all yourself. 
and especially Kevin as the oldest, he repaired things around the house. Okay, you know. you're getting off topic. Sorry. What's the story he told you? Um, he told us the story about these firemen oh, trying okay. to lift something off <gasps> of a patient that fell on him, and they didn't follow protocol. And what's protocol? Uh, all these safety measures where you, uh, they use these big giant balloons to, to blow up and lift the the structure off of the man. And you're supposed to put a locking thing on the air oh, compressor no. and they didn't and it came off and the airbags went down. <gasps> and it, so like it re-crushed the guy. Oh yeah. my gosh. And uh, of <coughs> I think it was a made up story. No, I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, Saving his Uncle Kevin, like MacGyver, knows exactly in his mind how he would do it to quickly get, you know, you know, like. Some guys these days don't know how to do anything manly. Yeah. But whose job is anyway, that, that was in way the, off subject. In the family to teach a son what to do. Well, if you are a super independent mother and you do a lot of that stuff by yourself, you could teach them. Of course, my dad was a firefighter, so he was gone all the time. So my mom re- relied on my brothers to do that kind of stuff. Mm. You know, do and all the man brother, stuff around the house. Your brothers would teach you. Uh, daddy was really good about explaining. If you sat in the garage with daddy, you would learn what every single tool was because he would have you go get the tools and explain what they were. Oh, that's and nice. he would explain what he was doing while he was doing it. You know, the whole righty tighty, lefty loosey, all that kind of stuff he taught me. That's yeah. Cool. Get out of the fast lane when there's somebody behind you. Yeah. You know, when there's a motorcycle, give him a little bit of the lane. Yeah. All that kind of stuff daddy taught. Back to holidays. Sorry. It's okay. I think we're pretty much done. I think it was fun to kind of go over some memories and and what you carry from family to family. Yeah. So would you say most of your traditions that you've come up with are from your own traditions you grew up with? Okay. So growing up. Or did you get inspiration from other people? I did get inspiration from other people. We had, my mother was very good about making traditions. Like you did the same thing every year or, you know, and I loved that. So I wanted to make sure my kids had that. Mm -hmm. Leaving your children with memories was so important to me. I mean, I don't know why, even when you guys were really little, it was super important that you guys would remember things, you know, little things. Um, a lot of party stuff because like my mom, my grandparents did a lot of it because my mom was either working or had a bunch of kids. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, but a lot of stuff, grandma Patty, I picked up a lot of stuff from grandma Patty cause she always entertained and always had parties. And then the pajama thing I picked up from her. Um, but you didn't start that until we were like out of high school, I think. Right. And I never made them. And you never. There's no way I would have enough time time to make those. I know. Be realistic. But um, that was a tradition that I definitely took from her. I just loved it. I love that she did that. And then as you guys got older and everybody stopped kind of going to Grandma Patty's, then she didn't do that anymore. So I that's when I started doing it because I didn't really want to take her thing. You know, that was her thing every year was to make you jammies and, and you saved them all for a very long time. So when I start doing that with my kids, will you let that go? Yeah. Okay. That'll be your thing. Okay, cool. But you could do your family. Courtney could do her family. Nigel can do Nigel. (laughs) 
Or, or I mean, I, I think my Nigel's gonna be a bachelor. I think he's gonna be an uncle, like like my brother, yeah. like my little brother. Yeah, I think my little. I think Nigel's gonna be like Uncle Sean, the uncle. That's cool. The awesome uncle. The awesome uncle. The awesome uncle. The funkle. Yeah, Fun the funkle. That's what we got Uncle Sean on a shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah. So last year, do you remember last year we did uh, matching shirts for the whole entire extended family? We did the elf shirts, and everybody had an elf nickname. So last year, we all came to Grandma's house. I'm not gonna say where. For your birthday. Yes. Which is in November, but uh, everybody couldn't come in November, so they came in December for Christmas. Yes, flew in. Yes, so uh, Uncle they Craig were out and of college. They were had college off and you know school off, I should say. And then Uncle Kevin and his family and all my cousins, which that side of the family we would always see for Christmas, but the Texas family we wouldn't really see. So it was nice to get everyone. Mm-hmm. All of your kids and their kids. Um, so it was really fun. Yes. yes. Um, and then we all got matching shirts, like pajama shirts that had like elves on them. And then it had your like little title. So like, I don't even remember my, what mine was. The fabulous elf or the diva elf or something. And then I think that was Sierra. Megan was the stylish elf. She always has amazing fashion. Um, what was yours? My mom's was the fitness elf. Uncle Sean's was the funkle, which is fun, uncle. Um, I can't remember any of them, but we have a photo. We should probably post that on our Instagram. Yeah, so we'll post that so you guys could see. Um... Okay, so we're towards the end of the episode, and we have no other traditions. I mean, we have other things like how we did a chili cook-off one year. Not one year, like multiple years. But that's not really a holiday. They would just You would just plan it at the end of summer. Yeah, at the end of the summer, we had this great idea since we made chili on Christmas Eve every year that we'd have a chili cook-off, and we, uh, Daddy-O built this trophy that was awesome, and everybody would bring their chili and then everybody would vote and then your name would be put on the trophy every year so we have a trophy in the garage with people that won i think we did it for like four years straight and i think uncle lance won twice so i want to start that tradition i mean not start it but continue it just because we have the trophy might as well keep going um, and I also want to start, which we need to start planning and reaching out to our friends, but I want to do an ugly Christmas sweater party because Woody has like nine ugly Christmas sweaters and <laughs> I have two. He just gets a new ugly Christmas sweater every year. And I told him, I said, you have enough to wear for a full week this year. You don't need another one. And he's like, no, because people have already seen last year's and I want to, I'm like, no, you you, they won't cut remember. Off. They won't remember. Exactly. I'm like, if you have enough Christmas sweaters to wear one for a full, like a one different one for a full week, that's too many. So we'll see what he ends up doing. He probably will buy a new one. Um. So yeah, doing an ugly Christmas sweater party. And then I want to do, instead of a white elephant gift, doing 
Um, well, like the same type of concept where you grab a gift and you don't know whose it is and open it. I just want to tell you a really quick story about white elephants. That was the Sutherland tradition. Oh, yes. Yes. That we, we did, did that. like two weeks before Christmas. And there were items that would come for like 10 years in a row. Remember the uh -huh. platform shoes? It was like a joke who was going to end up with them. And they would put them in these outrageous packages so you couldn't tell that they were them. Because as you were digging for their... I don't want to get the shoes. I don't want to get the shoes. And somebody every year would get the shoes and they would bring it back for like 10 years. It was awesome. Well, I mean, I like the concept of a white elephant gift, but every time the last two Christmases that me and Woody would go to a white elephant party, it was too hard to find funny gifts. So this year, I think we're just going to do like either funny or c really cool looking ornaments. Because I feel like a lot of people don't have ornaments on their trees. Like, they're not constantly, oh, I'll buy this one this year. Like, I love getting a new ornament for our tree every year. That either we we did the initials, so W and B, um, for like three or four years in a row. And then I was like, I'm going to marry this guy. So, there's going to be W's and B's all over the tree. So, I was like, okay, let's just do photos. So, then I started um, putting our Christmas card in an ornament with Shutterfly, which I love Shutterfly. Yeah, advertisement. Shutterfly, if you're listening, sponsor please sponsor us because we love you. I just ordered my Christmas cards yesterday. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if they heard you. You said that really loud. <laughs> Do you know what we did uh, with my family after Dad was they do, like, uh, one of the girls had a party every year, and they do, like, crazy hats or hats. Or they do ornaments one year. Everybody brings an ornament for the white elephant thing, and you pick your you pick it up. Okay, so that's not weird to do an ornament one. Okay, no. ornament hats videos like you know, DVDs like DV DVDs. Yeah, okay, movies movies where everybody. Oh, that could be dangerous. <laughs> now we were supposed to be respectful that there were children there. There's a five dollar bin at Walmart. I know that's what I was just thinking about. <laughs> uh, another advertisement. Uh, oh, Lord. But anyway, I don't, please don't sponsor us. Walmart, please sponsor us. No, don't. Seems to me, let's see, I, how many things do I have in my drawers still? But, I mean, different subjects that, so you give people, when you get tired of the, the first uh, white elephant, just random, you, you give people a, uh, a theme. Yeah. And one guy, <laughs> he brought a hairnet. Now, oh. I thought that was being rather cheap, but anyway. For, for a hat? That's hilarious. Yes, yes. I have a tradition that we didn't talk about that Justin does to you. Oh, precious grandson. That's my oldest grandson, Kevin's oldest child. Oh, jeez. It started because I had a number of plastic Santas one year one year Santa. and i had everybody was supposed to take one home there was a, a many of them i don't know where i got them but anyway uh they were supposed to take them home well there was some left over some people didn't take them they didn't want them cluttering their house but anyway uh so justin started this and he got in the house when i never missed him and uh, after they left the next at least two weeks <laughs> i'd find these santas <laughs> inside of a cupboard at the top of the glass uh, <laughs> cupboard in the kitchen, uh, in the hallway. I mean, I would find these. 
Well, for like, months. It yeah. was like an Easter egg hunt, yeah. but it was the same. And then the, the, I think the latest one was I had these stick-on butterflies that, that had, you know, the stick on the back of them. And so he put these butterflies different places. And I'd be just maybe sitting, not thinking about them. I thought I had them all. Nope, there's a butterfly on a lamp, top of a lampshade. Or, you know, any number of things. He's done this about four years in a row. Last year he did Snoopy. She had all these stuffed Snoopies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I still find them when I go to her house. Yes, he does a very good of it. So uh, it's not just two weeks, it's two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I opened my drawer to when I was packing to go to Shannon's uh, this time, and uh, there were the buddy butterflies in the drawer. <laughs> He'll be so proud. Yeah, I so, hope he listens uh, to this episode. But the hard thing is, is he's taller. He's like six three, I think. Yeah. Six, two. Anyway, and he did factor that in that uh, Ed is not over six foot, and I'm not over six foot, and so I went and put the one on the cabinet in the kitchen. That's a we keep our you know nice dishes in because it has glass in it. At the very top of that. Well, you don't usually look that far up anyway, but when we did, there's nobody tall enough to get on it. <laughs> and even if you got on a chair. So uh, he needs to be a little more considerate of our age now <laughs> and uh, what we can reach easily without getting out in a ladder. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> Anyways, but he thinks it's funny. funny. He loves teasing his it grandmother. It is funny, Grandma. Well, he is. He's always funny. Because He's you think, okay, one year has gone by maybe he's grown out of this nope somehow he remembers and then you don't i don't remember and i don't think about it until he leaves it's like he becomes a little kid yeah <laughs> every time we get around each other we're giggly and just like kids again oh gosh i was crying from that that was hilarious um so we're gonna end the podcast here i just looked over and saw granddaddy's cologne on your table so sweet did you see that Granddaddy's cologne is sitting over there. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, she's having me smell. Oh, yeah, that's my dad. All right, that's it for the show. If you made it this far, congratulations. You're an honorary Sutherland Girls groupie. Woo-hoo. If you are alive and living and you're on Instagram, follow us at Sutherland Girls. If you are dancing your booty off on TikTok, go ahead and follow us at Sutherland Girls. And lastly, we know you have a Spotify account because that's where you're listening to us right now. So go ahead, scroll all the way to the top. There's a follow button on the left. Go ahead and click that so that you get notified every time we post a new episode, which is every Monday at 10 a.m. We love you guys so much. Thank you for supporting us. And we'll see you next week on Sutherland Girls Podcast. Bye. This is definitely going to go in the bloopers. Oh, my fan of 21 years it, has in been in my house, in the great room. It was the ceiling fan. It, I, it stopped. It broke. It's done. After 21 years in the house that we had built. And, uh, it's it been just, 21 years in that house? Yeah, and it's just went away. What, what do you mean went away? Or it just like, stopped working? It just stopped working. Like you're... Turn it it on makes this noise. It might um, like there's something might have finally come okay. loose. Brittany's new fan makes noise. No, I meant this is a rattling sound, yeah. and it was the yeah, qui- it, it was the quietest fan you've like, ever ever or ever heard of. Yeah. 
So anyway, we're disappointed about that. We're hoping when my uh, six foot four son comes in January uh, to stay with us a couple days that he'll be able to safely reach the 10 foot ceilings to get the lamp, the fan down. And hopefully it's something very simple that just needs to be screwed back in. Um, it's over 20 years old. They're only a hundred bucks. Buy a new one. Oh no, this one was not a hundred bucks, oh. <laughs> nor will its replacement be. I think make. it's way bigger than mine. Yeah, it's a big one. It's uh, special. Um, and it, it you, goes really fast if you yeah, turn it up. Yeah, but like you guys have like a remote or something. Yes, a right? remote on the wall oh. that uh, does the different mm -hmm. speeds. And we can turn it off completely or leave it on at a very low speed. Mm -hmm. So we're very disappointed because we picked these uh, lamps fans. out. Uh, these, I guess, well, the yeah, they're called lamps, fans, fan, lamp fans. Fan. Lamp. This one isn't a lamp. It's lamp just a fan. It's just a fan. <laughs> but, I mean, we had to go to the lamp store to There's pick. There's a lamp store? <laughs> yes, there is. We didn't just go to the, you know, local <laughs> hardware <laughs> store. Yeah. Say and we had to, we had to, I mean, this was a custom, semi-custom built house. So we had to pick out every lamp and every, I mean, how many plugs you years. wanted in the wall. <laughs> yes, it's 21 years ago. Or 20, how well, 2000. You had, 2000. Mom? How many fans have I had? Yeah, in your house. It's probably the same one, 25 years. No, Still working. no 25 years. I change fans all the time because I, I get know. bored. You've probably had like eight. Well, if you, I, I saw this fan at Home Depot the oh, other day, geez. and I was like, "Oh, we need to get this fan." And Daddy was like, "For what?" <laughs> I was like, "For the guest room." He goes, "No." Well, you know, uh, know. when you pick everything out for a house that you've built, uh, and sometime when I'm invited back, I'll tell you about the how two years after the house me. was, there was the fire that we got had to evacuate from. And that's all I worried about is all that stuff I had picked out because you have no idea the how many hours it takes to what pick about out. The story? The oh my gosh, you got giggles. What to replace the carpet in the office? Oh yes, um, the it, the bathroom that was right next to the office uh, had a leak in the floor, and then it made you know we didn't realize it right away, so it got the carpet all wet. So the wall had to be fixed. Fortunately, our neighbor across the street is a general contractor and so we called him and he uh patched the wall oh my gosh <coughs> neighbors don't call me for anything <laughs> well when you have now, now woody will know why i'm not friendly with our neighbors because i'm like uh you make me nervous no, i don't want you to for something see no yeah. we all no, have oh we have 18 we houses are. that were built Grandma, by the you same are builder. the friendliest. Oh my God! Well, all we, of the she will we all oh, know. I met somebody at the gas station, and they need something. <laughs> I, I <laughs> don't. Could get that for you. I don't do that. <laughs> anyway, so we all know each other, our neighbors, You're because a social we were building the houses. Yeah, she always gets friends on cruises or vacations, or. It's nice I'm to be friendly. I tried to teach I'm you that. Super friendly. I'm afraid that if I meet someone on vacation, like, for example, Woody and I, when we went on our honeymoon, he was like, let's make, like, a couple friends. Like, Couple's friends. couple friends. Yeah. And I was like, when are we going to ever hang out with them or talk to <gasps> them again? I feel like we're going to be like Monica and Chandler when they come back and it's a fake number. I don't want to be attached. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When you guys were little, 
I used to talk to people in the grocery store and stuff, and you would be like, do you know them? I'm like, no. <laughs> I taught That's her so to be weird. friendly, but somehow, Brittany, it skips a generation. Well, my mom would always tell me as a little kid, don't talk to strangers. And so I took that seriously. My mom said the same thing. But my my daughter could not even go out of her yard until she was, what, 13, <laughs> 12? You couldn't uh, go across the street? Wasn't, wasn't allowed to go anywhere. And she'd well, say, but the, the other girls were going, but I s- always said she couldn't do it. I don't care what they could do. I'm not their mother. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so I always was like, I don't know. I felt like maybe I was just a judgy child. You're a judgy child? Yes. I'm so judgy. <laughs> just staring at people. Like, Ugh. do you know that? No, there was a, a child abducted when we were growing up where we lived. Do you remember that? Mm-mm. Craig still remembers it. Like I don't remember. Yeah, so um, they just prosecuted the killer like a what? few years ago. Yeah, from when we grew up. My kids to keep a lot Craig from me. It. It's probably but one of those things w- they kept from me. I know why I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. Because, I mean, we lived in, first of all, we lived in a very brand new small community. There was no grocery store. There was no, no post police. office. No there policeman. was no police when we lived there. And there was like a ditch right outside of our tract. And there was Santa Ana Canyon Road that people drove to avoid the freeway on. So you could get like a drifter coming through and they would just grab you and be gone well she was my only girl and uh she'll hate this but she was very always very pretty very fashionable what i love that (laughs) yes but anyway (laughs) uh so you know i i would be afraid that somebody would just some kidnapper we're kidnapper yeah well thank you very much for protecting me mommy you're welcome she got her first scratch on her knee when she was like 21 or something. <laughs> I was probably drunk. Hey, don't tell your mother that. I still don't want to know it. <laughs> I still don't want to know it. <laughs> All right. 